Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of The Strategist. I'm Fallon Fols, and I am a business feng shui specialist, and I am really excited about today's episode. It's honestly one of my favorite topics to think about and to talk about with other people, and it's honestly a question that I get pretty frequently from people I work with and some of my clients, and so one of the things that I get questioned about a lot is do crystals actually work and how do they work? It's one of those things where it's like, okay, you're telling me to put a pretty little rock in this space. And what is that really going to do for me? I just don't get it. And don't worry. This took me quite a while to think through because I honestly, when I started out in my journey of trying to figure out my office space and how I could create that safe place where I could be more productive and be more in line with who I wanted to become, what I wanted to accomplish in my career. This came up for me and it was a question I had. And so I went back into my chemical engineering, chemistry background and really thought through what is it about a crystal that actually makes it work? Because it's one of those things like I could feel that it was working, but I didn't understand why. And so this is kind of one of the little facets that I went through in my journey to going back into my intuition after shutting it down for so long and really digging into the science behind why all of this energy stuff works. So crystals are honestly one of my favorite tools to use because they really just, it's an easy way to make a space feel great and to align with what we want to accomplish in our career. And honestly, it's very easy too, because it's like, Crystals are not something that you absolutely have to take and put on your desk so that people can see them. Now, you definitely can. I do, you know, but that's just me and I might be just a little bit weird and that's okay. But you can get smaller crystals and put them in places that are slightly hidden, but they still provide you with that same benefit. In fact, some things actually probably should be hidden away to where it provides you with that sense of, you know, whatever the intention is that you're trying to do with that particular crystal, it provides you with that sense of knowing and intention without it having to be known to the world or people ask you about it and you don't have to actually answer the question because they won't ask the question because they can't see it. They don't know it's there. So they're just, it's a great way to just kind of dip your toe in and start to really explore what creating that intentional office space can do for you. So let's get into the why of how do these crystals actually work? So going back into, again, high school chemistry and college chemistry and all of those things, and I'm going to keep it high level, just so that 
I don't lose everybody and everybody stops the recording right now. So here it goes. Whenever we think about solid objects, they really aren't solid at all because they are made up of these small little molecules that have protons and electrons, which is a fancy word, fancy words, plural, (laughs) for positive and negative charges. So think about it like magnets. You've got a positive and a negative side to the magnet. And when you try to put them in a way that the other magnet that has the positive and negative, if both positives are touching one another and both negatives are touching one another in that kind of orientation, then the magnets are actually going to repel each other because the like charges of the positives don't really go well together. Opposites attract in this case. And so when we put magnets in a place that actually the positive and negative charges are next to one another, then it actually will attract towards each other. And that's what gives you that magnetic pull towards the two objects. The molecules in solid objects are really not that much different. And it is dependent on the strength of the positive and negative charges of how those solid objects, like all the molecules in them, actually form the solid object. And so what is happening on a very, you know, microscopic level is that all of these molecules, there's like tons and tons of molecules next to each other, they're all interacting with one another in a way that they form these bonds between the molecules and it's the attraction between the two molecules that actually causes it to create this solid object because the molecules are more attracted to one another than they are to some other object that gets placed on top of it. And that's the whole reason why, like if you took a book and put it on your desk, the book doesn't fall through the table. The molecules in the desk are more attracted to one another than they are to the molecules in the book. Now, The thing is that if you look on a very, very microscopic level, you really do have some interaction of the molecules in the book to the molecules in the table, but it's not necessarily a way that they will fall into one another. It's that because they are next to one another, they are having an interaction. They're actually repelling each other enough so that the book stays on top of the table. So now let's take it into the idea of crystals. Whenever you are thinking about the same concept, right? Where you've got the table and the book. Instead of it being a table, let's think of it as a crystal. And we're thinking of the book as your body. So the crystal itself is 
a very solid structure. It's actually a crystal lattice structure. So there is actually like, you know how you've got the lattice um, thing in your garden where you can grow vines on it and all of that. And it's like the diamond structure. So think of it like that, where it's like all of these molecules are lined up in a specific pattern that create this solid structure. So whenever crystals are formed in the earth, all of that, the molecules get fused together in that way and form and grow and propagate and get bigger and bigger in the same structure. So no matter how big the crystal gets, if you actually look at it on a molecular level, the structure is the same throughout the entire crystal. And so what's happening is all of these little molecules that are fixed in this lattice-like structure are vibrating at a certain frequency. And so what's happening is the um, protons and electrons, their interactions and their movement are actually vibrations. It's what we feel. And so like you can actually, there are studies that have been done where they measure the frequency of crystals. And I won't get into any of all that kind of stuff, but just know that that is out there. And if that is interesting to you, then go research it and, you know, send me a message and we'll talk because it's fascinating to me. But so on the frequency side, you know, you're having all of these interactions between the electrons, the positive and the negative charges in this crystal structure, and it's fixed. So no matter how hard those little molecules want, there's no way that they're going to break free of this crystal, but they're still moving in a way that they interact with one another at a certain frequency. And when I say frequency, I know that this has become like such a buzzword, but when you take it back to the root of why people are talking about frequency and all of this is that the frequency is just the measure of how fast those molecules are moving. So literally everything has some kind of frequency because it's really just about how fast are the molecules moving? So whenever you, you know, the whole different crystals, like why do we use different crystals and you know, what's the purpose? Like, wouldn't it just be the same? Like if I put a piece of tourmaline and a piece of citrine, like those should all just be the same. They're just crystals, right? Wrong. The difference between the two types of crystals is that their lattice structure, the way that the molecules are frozen in place are different. One of them may have the diamond pattern and the other may have a triangle pattern when we're thinking about the garden lattice, right? I mean, it's that kind of thing where they've got different orientations of the molecules in relation to one another. And that's why a tourmaline rock is different than a citrine rock, you know? And so it's these differences in those lattice structure differences 
because the overall frequencies of those two different crystals to be different frequencies. And so this is why it's important to understand some of this is, you know, when someone is using a specific, you know, there's all those like this crystal is good for production. This crystal is good for making tons of money, you know? And so there's all of these things about what you can use the specific crystal for. And a lot of people take that at surface value where they're like, yeah, okay. I don't understand that, but whatever, you know, that can't be true. Someone just made that up, right? And maybe someone in, you know, whatever explanation it is, did make it up fine, (laughs) you know? But when you go and bring it down to a scientific level, it honestly, there are different frequencies and different frequencies cause the human body to react differently. And so whenever we think about what frequencies have different effects on our body. Let's think about, you know, it's really easy when you're thinking about a frequency, a sound frequency that you can actually hear. So, you know, the different notes on or in music resonate at different frequencies, meaning the sound vibration like when you're looking at it as an actual sound wave, the size of the wave is very different for different notes. And so you can think about crystals being the different notes. And so maybe, you know, you think about whenever someone is playing a note that has a very somber, deep, resonating feeling you feel different than if it's a light and airy and very wispy kind of like note and so it's this different feelings that we get from the different frequencies and on the you know going back to the science of it your body itself is made up of these little molecules just like the table just like the crystal you know all of those just like all that around us is what our body is made out of as well and so it's these you know your body is not as solid and not as hard as a crystal right so the molecules that make up your body are honestly a little bit less set they aren't as um I don't want to say not as solid because you're just as solid as the table, right? But the way that the molecules in your body are interacting with one another is very different than how a table interacts with itself, right? And so your body is, you know, you've heard this before, I'm sure, where it's like 60 to 70% water. Well, Water is made up of two hydrogen molecules and an oxygen molecule. And so that interaction, you know, hydrogen, it has the positive. So you have two positive charges and one negative charge 
on the oxygen. And the oxygen is actually a little bit stronger of a negative charge. So it needs those two hydrogen bonds to level it out. The difference is now that when you have the two, you know, two water molecules next to one another, well, those interact with each other too. So just like the magnets. So the difference is that whenever you expose your body to different frequencies, those water molecules actually change how they interact with one another based on what frequencies you are actually exposing it to. And so whenever you take a crystal that is vibrating at a certain frequency, emitting certain, it's not sound waves in this particular sense, but think of the crystal radiating this frequency, like the sound wave is if you play a note on the piano or something, and imagine that that frequency that that crystal is vibrating at is interacting with the molecules of your body and the water that's in your body, causing the water molecules to interact differently than if the crystal were not there. And so that is the very high level fundamental way that crystals work. They are interacting with the water molecules in your body, making them vibrate at different frequencies. And so that's why when we hold a tourmaline crystal versus when we hold a citrine crystal, why your body feels different. And it's, and then it goes back to, okay, so great. I feel different when I hold the different crystals or when I have those crystals around me in my office, how does that lead to me reaching my goals? How does that lead to me aligning with the person that I want to become in my career? And that's a hard stretch when you first start thinking about it because you're not used to thinking about how your environment in your office impacts you because I didn't. And not saying that you were going on the same journey as me. I'm just saying that there's a lot of people out there that, and maybe you resonate with this. Huh, funny. See what I did there. Um, but maybe, you know, it's hard when you're first starting out to understand why a crystal can align you with your path. But here's where it all ties together. When you have crystals in your office around your body, it's the way that you feel when you're around them. And so it goes back to when you have two different frequencies exposed to one another, the lower vibration frequency will always try to match the frequency of the higher frequency. So it will actually change its frequency when it is exposed to something else, to a higher frequency. And so whenever all of this is coming together, when you are interacting with the crystal, 
on a subconscious level because that's not something that you're going to actively think about all day long. Your body is just reacting automatically. And so your frequency is being uplifted by the crystal being there because going back to all of our conversations, your body will adjust to the frequency of which that crystal is vibrating because the crystal is vibrating at a higher frequency and it is actually at a fixed frequency because of that lattice structure. So it's not like the water molecules in your body, which are a lot more free to move around the cabin. You know, the water molecules will change more than what the crystal will. And so your body will change to match that of the crystal. And what that's doing is causing a chemical reaction in your body to actually make you feel a certain way. And when we feel a certain way, that causes us to think in a different way. It causes us to think in a more productive, a more aligned way because our body is feeling better, feeling a certain way. And so, you know, crystals are not the only way that you can do this. So if that's not your thing, totally cool. But this is just, you know, if this is something that you like, you can definitely experiment with it. If you are, and this is in my personal experience, of what I have used and how it made me feel and what it aligned me with. So one of the things, if you walk in my office that you'll probably notice is that I have this big piece of tourmaline on my desk. I also have it in the four corners of my office. So what it's doing is it's ground. The way it makes me feel anyways, is that it's grounding me. It is providing a safe place. It creates that sense of safety for me to where I feel like I can go outside my comfort zone so that I can explore the new things that light me up that are a little bit scary to do because it is something new and we fear the unknown. But it creates that sense for me of being grounded and being safe. And so by doing that, again, I feel more safe to explore the things that I would not have before. And so that's just an example. It's just kind of actually a recent example. I just got a big chunk of tourmaline and put it on my desk um, you know, this week, actually. And so it's been awesome. I feel so much more grounded. I feel like I can really support my team and it's been such a positive experience. And so it is, you know, that's just how I view it and how it feels to me. And so I really invite you to just try it. I mean, What's the worst that can happen? You can put a piece of rock on your desk or in your desk drawer or in the corners of your office and see how you feel. Do you feel different? Does it feel like, well, maybe it's not working in this particular position, but if I move the crystal somewhere else, closer to me, further away from me, whatever feels right, maybe then 
that's where it needs to be. So it is a really easy way that is scientifically backed up to actually make positive changes in your career, in your office. So that way you can feel more aligned and more able to go out of your comfort zone, reach those goals that seem really scary because they're, you know, growth is scary because when we grow, we're doing things we've never done before. And it's perfectly normal for us to feel out of place, out of sorts, out of our element. So when we do those things, it always helps to have a safe place to do them from. Because if you're in that state of fight or flight all the time and you feel very stressed, you're not going to be as clear thinking as you would if you felt grounded and safe. So I hope that this has helped. I hope that you at least consider trying it. If you do try it and you love it, hate it, whatever, let me know. Send me a DM. I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of that. All of the links to all that is in the show notes. Uh, I would love to hear from you. I want to know what you think. You know, do you think that this is bogus? Do you still, you know, do you think now that you're convinced that this is awesome? Because it is awesome. But, you know, do you need me, you know, do you want me to explain more about the science behind it? Does it make sense the way that I explained it? I would love to hear from you one way or another. Shoot me a DM, let me know, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.